Welcome to The Flex. Now broadcasting from the Fantasy Sports Studios, here are your hosts of the flagship podcast, Chris Jakes and Jeff Kelly. We got the Week 8 Fantasy Preview Show to kick off this weekend. We got some mailbag questions as well. We got some Dynasty questions in there. We got some randoms also. Pleased to be joined by Jeff Kelly. Jeff, how you doing, man? I should be in a bad mood with the way the Dolphins played last night, but guess what? I have the Ravens and C.J. Mosley in some, de- in some fantasy league, so I'm not that mad. Dude, Dolphins looked terrible last night, man. Just awful. Matt Moore, he blows. Yeah, you were right, man. Blows. I thought Matt Moore would have helped that offense, but damn. Damn, I, they missed I've color. been telling you since the beginning, people talk about Matt Moore. Remember, I kept saying Matt Moore is not the guy. Cutler's our guy. You know, let's get to that game real quick, man. Alex Collins had a big game last night, man. Is he worth grabbing off the waiver wire if he's available? If Alex Collins shouldn't be available, we've been talking about picking him up for the past month. Um, yes, I would definitely have him on my team. He definitely, by far, is the best player to have on that team, I think. And I think you could actually play him going forward, depending on your running back situation. Yeah, he's still he's still splitting work with Javorius Allen, Buck Allen. It was 20 to, 20 to 19 was the total touch share between the two backs. I think Allen still got some value in PPR leagues. Collins definitely, though, has a much higher upside. I think, I think Allen he's going to be the bell cow. Allen is hanging on barely with any value, but just look at the producti- productivity. With the productivity. But yes. I think Allen's going to have more value, actually, to be honest, now that I think about it, because Joe Flacco is going to probably be out next game since he got laid the F out. And by they're going to run the ball with Alex Collins. Think about it. They're going to have to throw, man, because that defense, yeah, they played really well last night, but that defense all year has not been very good as a whole unit, man, so... They've got Brandon Williams back, and he's a run stopper. And that, that pass defense is nasty. Yeah. They were the number 31 run defense last night, and the Dolphins couldn't do anything. That's just to uh, let everybody know about J.J. Yeah, that's a guy I wanted to he's hit on now. He's not the same man. guy as last year. Terrible, man. And I was worried about J.J. going into the season. I thought he was way too inconsistent, way too up and down. Man, uh, you, can't, you can't really drop him. No, what he do you has do a lot of rushing yards, just no touchdowns. So that that makes him look really bad in fantasy. Yeah, he look, you know, he's terrible. Only two people I start moving forward on the Dolphins is Landry, and you have to start Ajayi if you have him. And the only person I start on the Ravens moving forward is Ravens defense and Alex Collins. And Justin Tucker. Oh, yeah, Tucker. He's <laughs> nasty. Yeah. All right, man, let's preview uh, some of these Week 8 games kicking off this weekend. We got... Let's go with the 9.30 game. Hold on, what's that? Minnesota at Cleveland. Yeah, yeah, Minnesota-Cleveland, man. 9.30 kicking off from London. Cleveland is the home team in this one. Minnesota is favored by 9.5 points, man. How do you see this one breaking down? I think Minnesota wipes the floor with them. I play Minnesota's defense. I do not play Latavius Murray because... As crazy as it sounds, the Browns have one, I think, a top five rush defenses, maybe top three. They only give up 3.1 yards in average, maybe even less than that now. So I think Jarek McKinnon will be the better back to play this week. Yeah, I agree with that, man. After this week, McKinnon should have a great week. Try to trade him. 
You know, I think Latavius Murray could have a decent week too. The Browns defense, they've actually been okay. The run defense is one of the best in the league. They yeah. he will not do nothing. Yeah, they've been okay, but I, I don't know, man. I think I think Murray's going to find the end zone because I think that Minnesota offense is going to just march on the field all day, I think. I think Adam Thielen has a good game. Stephon Diggs looks like he's going to come back in this one. Mm. Kai Forbes should do okay. Anybody on Cleveland's side of the ball? Nope. Not even Duke Johnson and PPR. I agree. That Minnesota because defense is I'm assuming is Anthony Barr is going to play, and he'll probably cover him out of the backfield. And Anthony Barr is super athletic, so I'd be worried about Anybody on Cle- I wouldn't play anybody in Cleveland. Yep. Agreed, man. Who do you like better on this one, Diggs or Thielen? If Thielen. Diggs plays. Thielen? I agree. All right, man, let's go, into, let's go to the Chicago Bears, New Orleans Saints, kicking off at 1 p.m. Could this be a defensive game? No, no chance in hell. No chance in hell. New Orleans Saints are at home. When they're at home, man, they're clicking on all cylinders. Saints are favored by nine points in this one. I'm taking the, so- the Saints, and I'm laying the nine, man. Uh, I'm a, I, I agree. I do think Trubisky throws more than seven passes, but I could see uh, <laughs> Kamara's going to have a nice day, PPR leagues. I think Ingram does his things. I think Ingram goes over 100 again. I disagree. Um, huh? I disagree on Ingram, man. I don't think he goes over 100. Chicago's defense been playing better each week, and yeah, their run defense seven, has I said, been good I've been all saying year. this since the beginning of the year. What's that? I told you since the beginning of the year. I think they're going to get up, and they're just going to run the ball a lot. No, I think Kamara's going to have a big game. I'm, st- I'm worried about Mark Ingram this week. And I do agree with you on the Chicago Bears throwing the ball more than seven more than seven times. I think Trubisky could be a sneaky streamer. He's only 4,900 in daily. Michael Thomas is questionable in this one. Do you think he plays? I think he plays, but I was low at the beginning of the year, and I said without uh, Brandon Cooks there, he's going to have a down year, and look what it looks like down year. Overdrafted, like I said. Yeah. I think he's going to play as well. I like Willie Steed in this game. He's kind of flying under the radar. Nope. I actually picked him up in a couple leagues, and I'm also game might have the best week again in this league in this uh, game. Yeah, game I'm, I'm playing receiver. him in daily leagues too. He's, his salary is dirt cheap right now. What do you think the final score is going to be in this game, Jeff? Twenty-seven-seven, uh, Saints. I'm going to go. 30, 31, 17. All right, moving on to the Atlanta Falcons, taking on the New York Jets. Falcons are favored by five in this one. I don't know why, because the Falcons could easily be like one and six, one and five right now. Uh, who do you like for the Falcons in this game, Jeff? I like, uh, I feel like this is going to be a, a Matt Ryan game from last year. I think Julio gets a lot. And I think uh, Freeman does a lot this week, those two guys. I agree, but with both of those, man, I think Freeman's going to have a good game. I think Julio's going to find the end zone again for back-to-back weeks. Julio goes over, probably goes around 110, eight catches for 110 and a TD or two. I agree. You know how you always say Julio's good for those big 200-yard games? This could be one, you think? It could be one, man. I'm not sure if he's going to get 200, but I think he's going to get close to 150. I think he has a huge game this week. I think Freeman has a good game. Cole would be decent in PPR. Yep. I like Josh McCown actually this week as well. I like Austin Hooper on the Atlanta side of the ball in this one. Uh, the Jets have struggled uh, against tight ends this year. The one catch last week? Yeah, oh, I know. He's inconsistent, but as a, as a streamer or as a daily play, I think Austin Hooper could find the end zone in this one. I think this could be a shootout. Yeah. I think Josh be. McCown could have a really good day. 
Yeah, he, I, I could definitely see that happen. I don't see the the Jets receivers having big days. I see uh, Poal and Forte doing a lot of screens. Yep, I think Forte could go over over under for Forte. Seven catches in this one. Total yards or uh, just seven catching, catches, just receiving, just receptions. Oh, nice. I think Poal and Forte accumulate more than half the yards of productivity this week for the Jets. So did you go over under on the receptions? <laughs> What's that? Did you go over or under on the receptions? Oh, uh, what would you say, seven for Forte? Yeah. I'm going to say under because I think him, they catch both about five to six apiece. Yeah, I'm going to say nine catches for Forte in this one. I think they're both PPR play this week. Mm, maybe as a flex. I like Forte better than Powell this one, in this one. I like Powell better than Forte. Yeah, give me the Falcons in this one. I'm going to take them. Me too. 28 20. I'm going to take them 33 to 26. Okay. Moving on to the Carolina Panthers taking on the Tampa Bay Bucks down in Tampa. Tampa's favored by two points in this one. Cam Newton coming off a bad week last week, man, which the offense only put up three points. How do you see this one playing out, Jeff, and who do you like in this matchup? I'm going to go ahead and take Carolina with the points. Easy. Ooh. I think uh, Cam has a great day. McCaffrey has a great day. I think Stork gets an end zone. Low rushing, though. I think uh, Benjamin has a nice day. That Bugs defense is bad. They are bad. But I like the Bucks in this one, man. I think the the Bucks at home division game. Carolina, man, I just don't, I still don't know how they're doing on their offense, and all, obviously they didn't do it last week. Cam Newton, man, is just under a big microscope right now. He's really having some issues with the media lately. Man, I think Cam's going through some stuff, man. I don't think he's right in the head right now. Give me Tampa in this one. I'm going to take Tampa. 27-20. I like I like uh I do like Kelvin Benjamin in this one. I like Christian McCaffrey. I do think Cam does have a pretty good game. I just think Tampa Bay is gonna just the fact that that they're at home, I think they're gonna come out on top in this one. I like Jameis Winston this week. I like Mike Evans. You know, Doug Martin is a guy I've been struggling with. I'm not sure how he's gonna do, man. I think Doug Martin's gonna be okay, but I don't think he's gonna be an RB one, you know what I mean? I think he's gonna be just outside the top ten. I think he's RB two this week. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of how I see it playing. They've out been, um, they haven't really featured him, but just if you look at his explosive plays, how hard he's running, he just looks faster than everybody on the field. Yeah, he does. He definitely has been running hard this year. If 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 and when this year the Bucks get a lead and he's running the ball over fifteen to twenty, if he runs the ball fifteen to twenty times, he will be over hundred yards easy. I bet. Yeah, yeah, especially if Keekly, you know, with his health stuff. Um. I agree about Evans. I think Evans, I can tell you this, big names are going to play well in this game. I could see this being a shootout. You know, I think all the guys are going to have good games. I think Evans is going to be up there. I think Howard and Brady will both have a – Howard, I don't know about chasing the points, but I think Brady will have a good – I think he finds end zone again. It would be nice to see Howard find the end zone, but if you look at the big plays he's had this year and his points have been all wide open passes he's had. So I think Howard's a sneaky daily play. He's not that expensive. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not so sure about Howard in this one. I like. I like Deshaun Jackson in this one. Believe it or not, I think he's gonna. 
be good for a few deep deep downfield plays there. Yeah, but he'll get you two catches for 80 yards, nothing else. I think you could find the ends on this one, though. I want to hit on San Francisco unless you want to say anything else about these two teams here. I'll hit on these two teams a little bit later on my bold predictions. All right. All right, moving on to the other 1 o'clock game. We got San Francisco 49ers traveling to Philly to take on the Eagles. 49ers plus 13 in this one, man. Carson Wentz, I think, is now the best quarterback in the NFC since Aaron Rodgers isn't playing, obviously. If, if Rodgers was healthy, were healthy, of course, I'd put Rodgers ahead of him. But, man, I don't think there's anybody playing better than Carson Wentz right now. In real-life football. Not even fantasy. In both. Yeah, exactly. He's shredding it. I think he's a – he'll be a top, top five finish again. Ertz. Number one tight end this week, I bet. Yep. I think everybody does good. The only people I don't think do good in this game is the Eagles running backs. Too many mouths to feed. Clement's starting to play, get a lot of play. You got Blunt, probably get 8 to 10 rushes, probably 50, 60 yards. Just small woods and get some catches, some plays. I just think they're letting Wentz do his thing back there. I think Smallwood and Blunt could have decent games in this one, actually. I think this is a really good matchup for that wrong game to get right. I they do could, like Ertz. Obviously, I think he's number one this week. The matchup is just too good. I, 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 you know, well, let's get back to that backfield. I think it's starting to be a big run committee back there with Clement, Blunt, and Smallwood. So it is. It's not as once desirable it used to be. Oh yeah, no, I agree with that. I think it's one of those backfields that you don't really want to be a part of, but sometimes you kind of have to with bye weeks and injuries. What What do you What do you think about Ertz? Is he not the number one PPR tight end now moving forward? I think he is. Number one the rest of the season? Yeah. Mm, you know, that's a good question, man. If you keep getting eight for 80 and find the end zone here and there, it's, it's hard not to be the number one tight yeah, end. Yeah, I think you're right. I think you're right on that. He consistently gets over five catches. I think he, he averages does. eight catches a game, if I'm, if not him, if I'm incorrect. And he, he finds the end zone a lot, too, because Wentz just looks his way because I'm just – Alshon's not as what we thought he would be. I think – Aguilar starting to pass him, even though we weren't even high in Aguilar this year. We we kind of like Jeffries. I think Aguilar looks like the best receiving guy there with Wentz comfortability moving forward. Yeah, they definitely seem to have good chemistry for sure. And on Zach Ertz being the number one PPR tight end rest away, yeah, I'm looking at the stats right now, man. Ertz is averaging 16.6 points per game. You know who's number two? No. Really? You don't know who's number two? Probably Gronk than Kelsey. Yes, Gronk, 16.4. And the points are close, man. It's really close between those two guys. And then you got Kelsey in third. Averaging. The thing with Gronk, look at the, look at the Gronk's had a couple big games. Ertz has the consistency of the same numbers every week. They've both been pretty consistent this year. But, yeah, no, I, I think Ertz and PPR are definitely going to finish number one. Yeah, it's just, you know, I mean, that's Wentz's guy right there. Moving forward, how about this? Next year, tight ends, barring no one gets hurt, plays out this way, do you, do you think Ertz is the number one tight end maybe moving to next season? Not for me, but I could see I could see people making the argument for him. I know you probably still think Gronk is your guy. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I Brady, think he's going to. Okay, we'll, just, we'll hit touch base on it later in the year. We'll see how it fires out. Yeah, yeah when you consider touchdowns, yardage, and receptions – 
I mean, I can't put Ertz ahead of him in all three of those categories. Receptions, I can put him ahead of. But, yeah. Anyways, back to this game here, man. Carlos Hyde, over under 15 fantasy points for the week. This week, I believe Carlos Hyde hits over because I do think they're going to run the ball a little more, especially with his catches, because he averages, I think, four catches a game. So if he gets four catches for 50 yards, you're already at nine points. And I think he finds ends on this week, so that puts him at 16 before rushing. I think they're going to try to run the ball a little more. I think they're going to have to, to try to keep the ball out of uh, Wentz's hands. Because, man, with Bethard back there, they do not have the firepower. Well, <clears throat> the crazy thing is this week I'm going to take the 49ers with the points. Yeah? Yes. Real life upset of the week. Oh, well, I'll take I'll take the 49ers covering the 13. That's a that's a big point line. Actually, you know what? No, I, I don't think I can take San Fran in the points, man. Bathard does not look very good. Pierre Garcon, I think he's going to have a good game. I think he's going to have like a DeAndre Hopkins type of game where he just gets peppered with targets, man. I could see Garcon getting like 15 targets in this one because I think the 49ers will be playing catch-up all game. I feel like this is a trap game for Philly. Hmm. I'm good. Past 10 years since we've known each other, I've called good trap games, have I not? You have called good trap games. I'll give you that. But I'm taking Philly in this one, man, 38 to 20. I'm taking 27, 23, 49ers. Going 49ers for the upset win. Wow. I like it. That's bold, man. All right, moving on to the Raiders and the Bills in Buffalo. The Bills defense, man, just keeps rolling. The no-name defense, man, I don't know how they're doing it. You know what I really I really don't get how the hell Tyrod Taylor is doing it, to be honest, man. Who the hell is he throwing to? Listen, Tyrod Every Taylor, week. when he when you have him on like he's one of my touch base later on him on our ads and drops, you play him when he's at home. He's averaging yeah. twenty six points a game at home, standard leagues. Yeah. No, he's he's been really he's really exceeded my expectations for this year so far. I mean, there's no doubt about that. LaShawn McCoy is coming off a huge game last week, the best game of his season this year. Derek Carr and the Raiders coming off a crazy Thursday night game last week. So they've had 10 days to prep for this one. How do you see this one breaking down, Jeff? Up in Buffalo. Tyrod Taylor, McCoy, both top 10 plays this week at their position. Uh, Derek Carr, top 15. I'm a little worried because that in Buffalo. I think, I think Amari Cooper continues his role. I think Crabtree has a better week this week. I'm worried about the Raiders' backfield. I know they're saying they're going to split carries between Rashard and Washington. I like Washington's upside for the future. I think he's a better back than Rashard. But I think Rashard outproduces him this week. Has a um, PPR. Standard, I think Washington has a better day. I'm just worried about both those guys. I think it's going to be a tricky situation because the Bills do have a, a good defense. I, I think, like Rashard uh, better than Washington this week. You like Rash- that's what I said. I like Rashard better this week. Well, I like him better overall. I should say. I'd say going moving forward. I think Washington's the best back there. I disagree. I think Rashard is. But you know what? I'm going to challenge you on that. Uh, challenge McCoy. flag. There's no way McCoy finishes a top ten running back this week. All right, challenge all you want. All you right. been, your challenges have been looking pretty bad this year. <laughs> yeah, we'll see, man. We'll see about that. All right. If man. you have McCoy, you're playing him. McCoy's oh, no a top doubt. 10 back, you guys. Don't worry. Play him. Yeah. Rashard Washington probably going to be about, I think, they both go about between 60 to 80 total yards apiece, I bet. 
I think Cooper does go over 100 again and a touchdown, but I think Crabtree joins him with 100 and a touchdown. This game feels to me like Rashard's going to have a big play where he's going to find the – I think he's going to go for a 50-yard touchdown in this one. We'll see. So do yeah. you do – you, how would you think about Jared Cook this week? It's, well, he's obviously got to get played because six teams on a bye. I don't feel good about Cook this week. You feel good about Crabtree and Cooper this week and Carr? I feel good about Carr and Crabtree. Well, I don't feel good about Carr as far as fantasy, but I feel good about Crabtree. I think Carr throws for about 250 and three TDs. You think three TDs against Buffalo? Maybe Traveling two. cross country? You know what? I'm going to go with maybe two TDs, one to each receiver, and you might be right and have Rashard find the end zone on a short play, but I don't put him on a long play. I feel fine with Cooper and Crabtree. I think Crabtree has a hell of a better game than last week. You think Cooper keeps it going from last year? I think Thursday? Cooper gets over 100 and a TD again, yeah. Wow, that's a bowl too, man. I, I, I think uh, I think Carr has, you know, I can't say. No, he's going to be higher. He's going to be top 12 quarterback this week. Yeah, I got Carr in the top 12, yeah. I say he finishes 11. I'm going to say he finishes top I think Tyrod finishes number 7th or 8th, 7th. Yeah, with the bye weeks and everything, I, I can see him finishing around quarterback 7 for the week. McCoy finishes I finished. I got McCoy at number six this week as my running back. Do you really? Yeah. Hmm, I got him at fourteen, man. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, I wear big parody on that. Mm-hmm. Guys, play McCoy. He'll you be a you top, have to play him. You top to guy. Raiders rush defense is not that great. Yeah, but receiver I mean, wise on the Bills, I don't know who's gonna. I don't know. Is this the week yeah, Matthews plays Thomas, solid? You think? Huh? Do you feel comfortable playing Matthews this week? No. You might have, some people might have to play him, and depending on your depth. Yeah, he's worth a dart throw as a flex. I what guess. about our boy, uh, our tight end? Who's that? Nick O'Leary. You think he's a play this week? Sneaky play? The Oak, Oakland linebackers. Yeah, he could be actually. I mean, t- Taylor does like the tight end. So, yeah. How about this? A sneaky people can a sneaky ad. Start adding Charles Clay because he should be back in three weeks. Would you like you like that ad right now? I like it. He's a, he's a waiver big person. He's not owning a lot of leagues no more. Top five Ted end Ted end before the injury. He was number three, I think. I think he's still yep. number seven right now in PPR. Um, yeah. In, uh, no, he's he's down to number fourteen now. He's fourteen now. Okay. Yep. That's still pretty good. <laughs> he hasn't played in. Oh yeah. In a no, that's good. I think guys, if he's on your waiver wire, that's a guy you can pick up if you have the room to spot stash spot him. Because Tyrod loves Charles Clay. I could see why you thought he was number seven, because before week six, or before week seven, sorry, he actually was number seven last okay. week. Yeah. He, he, um, he's only right now eight points behind tight end seven, which is Delaney Walker right now. Pretty crazy, man. Sneaky crazy. ad there, I think, right now. I agree. Who you got in this one, Jeff? I'm going to go with the Raiders keep rolling. I think the Bills come back down to life. Back down to life? I think it's 24-20. I'm going to say, I'm going to agree with you. I like the score. I like the Raiders to win. Raiders are plus two and a half in this one too, man. So that'll definitely be on one of the parlay plays for the week. Oh, wow. Raiders, the Bills are favored at home? Yeah. Yep, Bills are favored. Oh, man, I take that bet all day long. Yep. Moving on to the Colts and the Bengals in Cincinnati. This game's got some intrigue for me, man. And I'm going to hit on some of these later in the show. But um, the Colts are underdogs by 10.5 points in this one. Joe Mixon, man, do you think he finally gets some play in the fourth quarter? This is funny. Me and you were talking this morning. We were uh, heading to get our uh, coffee this morning, and we were actually saying that I think we both agree that we think the Colts win this week, right? 
I think the Colts could definitely win this week. I do think Mixon, if you can acquire him in a trade part of this weekend, I think would be a great idea because I think Mixon destroys it this week. You think so? Yeah. He's got I mean, this is a good defense to go up against, I suppose. Yeah. I just don't know what Marvin but, um, Lewis. What I'm saying is, if you can acquire him now after this week, you can't trade for him. They're going to want his value to be too worth too much after this week. I think it's possible. I just worry about Marvin Lewis and how they're using, you know, their running backs there. They seem to like to have that rotation, even though Hill only gets like five touches a game, Geo gets like seven touches a game. Mixon doesn't really. He's, it seems like his cap is like 14 touches. I think we both agree Jeremy Hill starts, but then I think Mixon gets featured this game just to show his talent against this bad. Colts defense. Yeah. I, I, but I like a lot of fantasy points this week. That A lot of the, uh, like, shows and stuff are saying, let's play the Bengals. I'd, I'd be a little careful playing the Bengals this week, guys. The Bengals D, I agree. I think Brissett has a nice game. I think uh, T.Y. Hilton has a, a really good game. Oh, I think T.Y. Hilton has a monster game this week. I think I will hit touch base on T.Y. and A.J. later in my bold predictions. Oh, yeah. Same here. I think A.J. Green has a big week this week. I think, I think Dalton is a great daily play this week. Dalton? Yeah. Yeah. I think you can, if you need a quarterback and he's on your waiver wire for this week, I would be comfortable saying I'm going to have Dalton a top 10 QB this week. Yep, I agree. I, can, I agree. I think he'll be a top 10. And I have Brissett as my 12 quarterback this week. Yeah, I like, I like where that's at. It's, uh, I'll tell you who else I like on the Colts side of the ball real quick too, man. That's Marlon Mack. I think Marlon Mack has a huge game this week. I think this is his... Coming out party right here, man. I think this is the game that's going to give him the starting job in Indy. I like that. I like you have him because we're on opposite sides. I think uh, we go back to old school. I think Gore's the better back this week of Marlon Mack and him. You can oh, challenge you think that so? if you want. You think so? Yep. Challenge flag. You accept it? Yep. I think they both finished top top uh, 25 running backs, but I have Gore, my number 16 running back this week. I have uh, Mack, my number 22. Okay. Okay. Who do you like to win in this one, Jeff? I'm gonna go with the. Uh, I'm gonna go. I I have a feeling like the Colts win this week. I just some weird gut feeling. I think the Colts win. What's your score prediction? I'm gonna say 22-18. Okay. I'm gonna go a lot of yards. I just don't think a lot of touchdowns. <laughs> Obviously, well, yeah. there's gonna be some scoring. Uh, you know, I think I'm gonna take. This is a tough one for me, man. I want to pick the Colts, but I think I'm going to take the Bengals just because they're at home, and I think I'm going to go 27-25. It's going to be a two-point game. I don't know how the hell the Colts are getting 10.5 points in this one. That just seems way too much for a Bengals team that's just up and down, man. I don't get it. All right, moving on to the Chargers traveling across country to take on the Patriots. Chargers underdogs by 7.5 in this one. Melvin Gordon questionable, man. Who do you like in this game for the, on the Chargers side of the ball? I'm going to tell you this. This is a really intriguing game I'm, I'm excited to watch just because the Chargers have won three in a row. You know, they obviously got a good team. So I think this is, you probably agree, even though you're a Pats fan, this is going to be a good game to judge the Chargers because a lot of people think the Chargers can sneak out of the uh, West and make the playoffs this year. So I think this is going to be a great game. I agree, man. Value-wise to see of what kind of game team the Chargers are going to be because they got a hell of a defensive line. I think we both agree Brady's going to be – I think Brady gets hit a lot this game. I do think the uh, 
Pats will still win, but I, I would take the Chargers with the points. Yeah, I mean, this could be we, – we might be having a funeral on Monday, man, because Brady might get killed in this one, man. We've seen how bad that Patriots offensive line yeah. is. And you got if, Joey Bosa, you got Melvin Ingram. Only way the Chargers pulled the upset is that line's got to just annihilate Brady. But, okay, let's go to the fantasy. Keenan Allen, huge game this week, I think. Phillip mm. Rivers has a huge game. The Pats give up over 300 yards a game passing. Only quarterback didn't do it was Matt Ryan, which we don't even want to talk about that. We're both surprised still on that. Um, they do got two young cornerbacks, but the difference between Matt Ryan and Phillip Rivers is Phillip Rivers don't play that. He'll, he'll, he'll target those guys. He don't care. He's complete. I, you know, me, we both agree Philip Rivers is, is a gunslinger. So I think your boy Hunter Henry has a big game. I think Tyrell actually shows like he knows how to play football again because didn't they just trade uh, Dontrell Inman to the Bears? Yeah, to the Bears. Okay, so pick. you got those two guys pretty much by themselves, Hunter Henry. I think those three guys, you know, obviously Keenan, number one receiving there, going to have probably, I think, 10 catches for 100 yards and a TD. I think Hunter Henry, I think your boy might get close to 100 and a TD. I'm sure you like that. I got Philip Rivers going for 330 in two TDs, or three TDs. I think Gordon catches a TD and probably rushes for a TD, has a big day. I think this game is going to be like, you're going to 43-38 Pats. I know that's a high game. That's crazy I say that, but that's why I feel like it's going to be. What was that score you said? 43-38 Pats. Damn, that is a lot of points. Um, Keenan Allen, I think he's going to have a good game. I don't think he's going to have a huge game, but I think he's going to get you about 15 points in fantasy. In PPR, only 15? You're, you're out of your mind. I think he's going to go for six catches, maybe 90 yards, yeah, about 15 points. If he gets a touchdown, that's going to make or break him. And you know what? He probably will get in the end zone. Yeah, Ten okay. catches for I'll over give him, 100 I'll give him 21 points. I got As, him almost close to 30 in PPR. Wow. I think Melvin Gordon has the biggest game on the Chargers offense. I, I just think the Patriots are not going to have any answer for him because he's this? a dude over, back. Total yards over a buck fifty for Gordon. Oh yeah, I'm taking the over, man. Dante High High Towers out for the season. Who the hell is going to stop Gordon? I have Gordon over a hundred rushing and uh, right around fifty to eighty receiving. Yep, that's kind of well. I don't know about eighty, but fifty. I can get behind that one, man. I think he's going to have like five catches. I where, think it's going to be a shootout as well. Where do you got Hunter Henry at? Hunter Henry, I got his tight end six. Tight end six this yep. week. Yep, I think he's going to be seven catches, seventy yards, and a touchdown. That uh, PPR. That's I think that's higher than a uh, seven if you think about it. You um, just have him ranked seven because I have, I have not Gronk necessarily high. I have Kelsey high. You just I'm saying what you do is you just because that's your prediction. You just have him seventh ranked best tight end this week. Sixth, sixth best. Tight sixth end. best. Not yeah, like Gronk, we're not Kelsey, trying to predict Earth. where they're going to finish because obviously it'd be a lot harder. Okay, I can get Jordan on that. Reed I have him as my fifth this week. He's my fifth tight end this week. Is he? Yeah. With the high tower injury, that's why I moved him up in my rankings. Yeah, the Patriots side of the ball. I um I like Chris Hogan in this one. Brandon Cooks, I think, is going to have a little bit of a of an off game this week. I think they're going to focus on him because he's been. Uh, so can you get behind this? And I have Cooks uh, six for sixty-seven. You like that? I think he's going to go for like I can I could I could see him going like three catches for like sixty. He's been running a lot of inside routes now. He has been. I think I think San Diego is going to focus on him, though. I think Hogan, you know, 7-11, man, the guy's always open. I think he's going to be the one that's going to have the big game this week. How do you feel about that Pats uh, backfield this week against that that, that front uh, four? Give me Deion Lewis. I think Mike Gillisley has no value in this game. I think it's going to be Lewis and James White, and that's it. I think Burkhead 
does pretty good this week. He could. He could. Uh, of course, I think I'm Gronk has Gronk. A, I think Gronk. Yeah. Finds yeah, end zone twice this week. Yep, man. Gronk as man as my tight end number three this week, which is low for me, man. I usually have him top two, but I have Brady throwing for 350 and four TDs. Hmm. Yeah, I could I could see that actually the way this game could play out. I think he's going to have to throw a lot because, like you said, man, that Chargers line pretty damn solid. Give me the Patriots in this one. Thirty-eight, thirty-four. Sounds good. Yeah, moving on to the Texans and Seahawks in Seattle. Man, I'm intrigued to see this game. I want to see this game badly. This game will be exciting. Yeah. Uh, you got the Seahawks favored by five and a half in this one. Jeff, who do you like on the Texans side of the ball? I think this is a great game to see the value of Deshaun Deshaun Watson. Watson. Great Lipman's test. Yes, Deshaun Watson. Great value to see how he is. Um. I actually think Hopkins does have a decent game here. I'm more worried about Fuller than I am Hopkins this week. I think uh, Lamar Miller, just by value of touches, he's going to get quantity of work. I think he actually has a, he finishes a top 15 running back just because of the touches he's going to get this week. Because they're not going to try that gunslinging up in uh, Seattle, I don't believe. No, I don't think they will either. Obviously, you're starting Watson Hopkins. If you have Fuller, he's he's probably a flex play at best. Um, I'll tell you, man. Start him. I think Seattle's going to mop the floor with the Texans, man. I don't see how. I mean, yeah, I guess you have to play Deshaun Watson. You know, he's been on fire. I have Russell Wilson as one of the top five quarterbacks this week, too. I like Deontay Foreman better than Lamar, than Lamar Miller this week. I'll go against that. I'll take uh, Miller. Oh, yeah? Yeah. All right, man. Challenge flag. Um, I just, I can't play. I mean, you have to play Hopkins. It's just, I wouldn't feel good about it. Um, Will Fuller, I, I don't play this week. The, the only player I probably play on the Texan side of the ball that I feel comfortable with is the tight end, Ryan Griffin. I think Seattle's going to win this one, man, like 40 to 17 or something like that, man. I think it's going to be an ass whooping. I just think Seattle's going to tear them up. Houston's defense is bad. Yeah, man. They've what just running lost back too many guys. What running back do you guys. like for the Seahawks this week? Or do you just like them all? Uh, I, like, I like Russell Wilson to have a huge game. I have him as my quarterback for this week. Where you got Baldwin this week? Top five? Nope. I like Baldwin, though. I think he's going to go for about nine catches, 90 yards. Maybe a touchdown. You know who I like the best out of Seattle this week? Are you going to say Jimmy Graham? Nope. Lockett? Yep. Tyler Lockett. I think it's going to be a huge game for him, man. I think he's going to go over 120 yards. I think he's going to tear it up, man. I think he's going to have a lot of big plays against So you Texas feel comfortable defense. playing, obviously, Russell Wilson you play. You play Jimmy Graham. You're playing Baldwin and Lockett. Yep, and I would even take a chance on Thomas Rawls and Daly. Thomas Rawls? Yep. I thought about playing Thomas Rawls in our Dynasty League over Did you? Wow. <laughs> yeah, man, I just think Houston's going to get a reality check in this one. Tough to play up there in Seattle. I think Hopkins still has does his thing. He could, just from the target number he's going to get. But, man, I don't know. I think Seattle's going to focus on I think Hopkins gets you around 20 points in PPR. Oh, just wow. Okay. the value of catches and yards. Think about it, if he gets eight for 80, he's already at 16. If he finds end zone, he's over 20. That's true. That's true. 
I could see him really going for like eight, eight for sixty in a touchdown. Just or maybe ten ten for seventy in a touchdown, just because the value of targets he's gonna get. And Sherman is not gonna shadow him the whole game. I guarantee you that. Yeah, he won't. I think I think, I think Sherman's another... a great player. I just think Hopkins is faster than him. I think and sometimes Sherman doesn't like to really at this age of his career follow the number one in the whole game because then if he gets blown. Well, he's up, never he's... done that in his career anyway. He's always played just one side of the field. Yeah. I I do think this could be a Bruce Ellington game though. I think Bruce Ellington, you know, he could he could score a touchdown here. I'm not saying he's gonna have more than two catches or anything, but hey, it could be a sneaky play in daily. Who do you like to uh, to win this and then what do you think the final score is gonna be? I take Seattle. Uh thirty three to thirteen. Yeah. All right, moving on to Dallas taking on the Redskins in DC. Redskins are plus two at home, man. Who do you like on the Dallas side of the ball? I'm going to take Zeke, Dez, and Dak. Yeah, yeah, the triple triple, the triple the threat right there, man. Quarterback, running back, receiver. I think Witten's getting played. He's actually doing decent this year, so I think Witten has another decent game in PPR. You know what's going to be fun to watch in that one? Is just the head-to-head matchup between Josh Norman and Des, and you know, have they Dak ruled? Is gonna, has Norman playing this week? Have yeah, Norman. He, Norman is playing this week. They yep. said he's playing. Okay, just came out. He's he's playing. I think Des does. This, I think Des does this thing against him, though. Oh, I agree. I think it's going to be. Remember, remember back in the day, like five years ago, when Detroit and Dallas played up in Detroit, and it was the Calvin Johnson Des Bryant game. They're going back and forth trying to show each other up who's the best receiver in the NFL, and Des had maybe like two catches in that game, but they were both touchdowns, and Calvin just had like maybe 200 yards receiving. It was crazy. But you remember they're going back and forth, kind of taunting each other with that? Yeah. I think that's, that's not obviously it's not going to be the same exact because Norman's a DB and Dez is a wide receiver, but I think it's going to be that kind of thing. I think Dez is going to show up to show out in this one, man. I think Dak is going to target the hell out of him. It's going to be like a, like a DeAndre Hopkins number of targets this week. I, I think the Washington's defense is not that great. I think uh... – I think Dallas is going to put it on them here. I'd take Dallas. Yeah. Um, on the Redskins side of the ball, I like Josh Doxon, man, who's taken over as the outside wide receiver. He's taken over for Terrell Pryor. And I think Doxon's going to have a big game, man. I think he's going to – I think he's going to start – I think he's going to be a wide receiver too rest of the way. Going the rest of the way? We'll see. Yeah. I don't know about wide receiver, too. I think Flex at best. Yeah, we'll see. I, I got high hopes for him, man. Uh, Jordan Reed I love the most. I think he's my tight end three this week. Or tight end f- Yes, tight end three. No, no, I'm sorry. I have Gronk at tight end three. Jordan Reed's my tight end two. I think Jordan Reed's going to have a huge game. And obviously you play Zeke. I like Zeke in this one as well. I like Des Bryant in this one. I like Dak. Yep, I agree with you in all three of those. I like Kirk Cousins also. What about Rob Kelly? You like Rob Kelly this week? Mm, I think it's 70 in a TD. Yeah, yeah I guess that's, that's decent. Um, I think Chris Thompson, PPR. Yeah, Chris Thompson, upset. PPR. Yeah. I'm going to take the Redskins at home, man, for the upset. And I'm going to say it's – I'm going to say 31-28. I think it's going to be a close game. Nice. It'll be a good game, I think. Yeah, yeah. I think Washington needs to win more than uh, Dallas, though. Yeah. Because I think once they lose Zeke, 
in Dallas. I think it's going to be. I think the team's going to be hard to challenge for. Pick up Rod Smith if you have a roster open spot. Yeah, I agree. Rod Smith definitely if Zeke gets suspended. Moving on to the Pittsburgh Steelers and the Detroit Lions. Martavis Bryant suspended in this one. J.J. Smith. Not suspended. He's just deactivated. Oh, I'm sorry. Yes, deactivated, whatever. Same thing, man. He's not playing this week. Juju Smith-Schuster, sorry, is uh, taking his spot as number two receiver opposite Antonio Brown. Who do you like for the Steelers, man? Detroit plus three at home. I'm going to go with uh, the usual. You got to go with the Bs. Bell's going to do his thing especially PPR, and I think uh, Brown does okay, too. You know the Lions haven't given up a 100-yard receiver this year? Do you think Brown goes over 100? Yeah, I think he goes over 100. I don't think Slay can guard and stick with him. I don't think anybody can really guard him. I think Brown goes over eight catches for buck 20 in a TD. I think Bell gets over a total. total Bell goes over for 150 yards total TD. Yeah. Big Ben has an average day. Throws maybe one or two TDs and one or two hundred yards. Yeah. Um, Jesse James, you like him in this one? I don't know. I don't. I'm not playing a tight end there. What about Smith Schuster taking over from Martavis Bryant? You like him this week? Daily could be pretty good. He's gonna be getting a lot of targets. Schuster could find the end zone this week. I, yeah. I would be. I would. I feel comfortable starting him as my flex or W two after all the teams on by this week. I think he's a. He's a sneaky play this week. Yeah, PPR, I guess he, you know, I'd, I'd throw him in as a flex, but I wouldn't feel good about playing him right now. What about Detroit side of the ball, man? Stafford, Amir Abdullah, Theo Riddick, uh, Golden Tate is not going to play in this one. How about Marvin Jones? No, not with that. Not with number one against pass defense. I'm going to go with, uh, I think Amir has a decent game on the ground. People are all down on Stafford this week, but I still think Stafford does okay. I bet you, I wouldn't be surprised if Stafford threw. For 300, three TDs and three interceptions. Yeah, I agree, man. Like I've said before, I think Pittsburgh's pass defense is still overrated. Just look at the quarterbacks that they've played Who against. Who do you play huh? better, Stafford or Tyrod? I'd rather play... Mm, that's a good one. I guess Stafford, man, because I do think that Detroit's going to have to throw the ball to keep up with Pittsburgh. Okay. Yeah, it's a dome, man. I'm going with the dome team. I like I like Marvin Jones in this one. I think Marvin Jones gets you at least thirteen points in PPR. I could see that thirteen. That's that's low for him. I yeah, I think more. he'll six for seventy. You know, I think he'll be a decent. I mean, he's a wide receiver three as it is. You know, is there, Do we see a Galladay play? Is he a sneaky play yeah. daily Galladay with Gabe, you know, Capey now? I keep thinking about that. You know, is Galladay going to finally show up here? And you know, I'm not sure. I'm not sure what to make of Galladay. So for that reason, I'm staying away from him this week. Don't be surprised if we see David Fells with four catches and three touchdowns. <laughs> Could happen. Could Ebron, happen. not even. I, what I don't a even think. He's I don't even think he might be. I don't even know if he's gonna be on an NFL team next year. Which is crazy, man. He was a first round pick. Wasn't he a top ten pick when he was drafted in the NFL? I think he was drafted number thirteen overall. Something like that, man. Just phew, unbelievable. Everybody thought he was gonna be the next Gronk too. Remember that crap? He's big. Crazy. Just can't catch the ball. He got brick hands. Yeah. Yeah. And I take Pittsburgh in the win, then to keep it rolling. Yeah. I'm taking Detroit at home, man. I'm taking Detroit at home. I'm going to say 27-24. Nice. Yeah. Moving on to the Monday night game we'll hit on real quick, man. 
You got the Denver Broncos taking on the Kansas City Chiefs and Arrowhead. You got the Chiefs favored by seven and a half, and Denver's offense can't do anything right now, man. I'm gonna take the Chiefs negative seven and a half. Yeah. <laughs> I do think we see a big day from Hunt this game. Broncos have a bad rush defense. I think this could be a blowout, man. I think Denver's defense, they're an older defense for the most part. I think Terry Kill has a good game. I think Kareem Hunt has a good game. Kelsey, obviously, going to have a good game. On the Denver side of the ball, man, I don't know who the hell is going to step up there. They look so bad the last two weeks. Yeah. Even A.J. Derby's hurt right now, so I don't know who the hell they're going to throw it to. I think Demarius has a good game. Yeah, I guess... By default, I, I think Demarius finds end zone eight for eighty, maybe a TD. What about CJ? You think he he does anything in this one? As my heart wish I would, I hope he does. But I I think Charles has a better day, to be honest. I don't know, man. Jamal Charles, I'm starting to really get off of that, man. Because unless CJ goes down, there's there's no point. In if I'm the coach there, having him, I play CJ Anderson every every down damn near. We gave him the money. He, we got to make him our bell cow. They don't want to try to do – they cannot do a shootout with the Chiefs. The Chiefs have too much power on offense. They need to run C.J. Anderson. C.J. Anderson needs to get 25 touches this week for them to have a chance to win. Yeah, How about this? Can... If C.J. gets 25 touches this week, they beat the Chiefs. Okay. I don't think they'll beat the Chiefs. He's not going to get 25 touches either. Yeah, he's not. He's going to get about 10 to 12. Yeah, I agree. And I don't know why they're playing Devontae Booker uh, and, more and, and more I, each week. I think you probably agree now C.J. Anderson's their best back they have there. I think Jamal Charles is the most talented back, but I think CJ is the best. Well, yeah, he's the best option right now because he's a starter on the team. I think he's the best back. Yeah, he could be. He could be. They just don't give him, like we said, first three weeks, 3-0, and right? Look at the touches. Now, yep. ever since then, they decline and they keep losing. So I'm just throwing that stud out there. That's true, man. Demarius has a nice game, I think. Yeah, he could. He could. I'm taking the Chiefs to win this one, though, pretty easily. Me too. I'm going to say 34 to 17. I like, uh, if you have an open roster spark, Demarcus Robinson. Okay. Young talent. Someone's got to fill that Chris Conley position. Chiefs receiver. And he's, yeah. a, he's a true receiver. I, I actually had him ranked higher than Demarcus Robinson. DeMar- I had him ranked higher than Chris Conley this, coming into the season. I think he's a good receiver. He's a young guy. Yeah, I can get behind that, man. He's, he's and the only reason I know about this guy is because he was a Gator. He was a good receiver. He was a killer receiver at Florida. Yeah. Uh, who you got in this one? Uh, what do you think the score is going to be in this one? Uh, 23 to nothing. 23 nothing? You think Denver gets shut out again? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. No, nah, I think it's 20, 23-7, 23-10, something like that. But I wouldn't be surprised if it's 23 nothing. Okay. All right, well, that's it for the preview, man. Let's get to uh, some daily fantasy plays of the week here. I want to run by you. Tell me what your thoughts on these ones are, all right? Fire away. Drew Brees against the Bears. Play him. Yep, agreed. Russell Wilson against the Texans. Top, one of the top three. Jordan Howard against the Saints. A lot of volume. Play him. Alvin Kamara against the Bears. PPR monster. Christian McCaffrey against Tampa. PPR monster. Tyler Lockett against Houston. I'm kind of worried about this. I know you're high on him. I don't. I don't. I don't know. Oh, these are all my starts right here. These are all my startable players for the for the week. What about AJ Green? Number one receiver this week. Bold prediction. 
Doug Baldwin. Play him. Chris Hogan. Don't play him. Josh Doxson. Don't play him. Jordan Reed. Don't play him. Really? Yep. Jameis Winston. Play him. Cam Newton. Play him. Of course you're going to say that. T.Y. Hilton. Play him. Kelvin Benjamin. Play him. Jimmy Graham. Play him. Hunter Henry. Play him. Seattle's defense. Be cautious. Oh, I play him. Oakland defense. Don't. Philadelphia defense. Don't. All right, let's get to some of my sleepers here for the week, man. Tell me if you agree or disagree. Marlon Mack. Yes. Garrett Blunt. No. Jalen Richard. Pump the brakes. Thomas Rawls. Oh, he's a he's a borderline sleeper, I think. But someone's got to play running back there. Yeah, <laughs> somebody does. Yeah, you know McKissick is also one that I could see having a decent game this week. Yeah. Willie Sneed. I don't think he does great this week. Okay. What about Eckler from uh, the Chargers backing up Melvin Gordon? I think the volume of touches this week, I think he, he's going to have a decent game just because mm-hmm. I could see both teams having almost 70 plays of offense, 60 plays like a college game. Oh, yeah. No, I agree. All right, let's get to some of my sits of the week real quick. Tell me if you agree or disagree. Mark Ingram. Play him. Deshaun Watson. Agreed. DeAndre Hopkins. Disagree. Will Fuller. Agree. Lamar Miller. Disagree. Derek Carr. Disagree. Tariq Cohen. Agree. Terrell Pryor. Fire him. <laughs> yeah. Michael Thomas. Agree. Jason Witten. Disagree. Carolina defense. Agree. Tampa defense. Agree. Houston defense. Agree. All right, man. You ready to get to the mailbag? Now let's do our bold predictions real quick. You got them? You got those ready? You want to do mailbag first? Yeah, we can do. No, go ahead. Five bold predictions. Go ahead. My five bold are. Kamara's a top 10 PPR. I think goes for eight for 80 and a TD, 25 rushing yards. AJ Green, number one receiver, over 100, two TDs. Cam Newton, over 300, three TDs, top top three QB. T.Y. Hilton, over a buck 50, a TD, top three. I think you're on board on that one. Yep. Jordan Reed finishes out a top 10. Okay. They're right. bold. Doesn't mean, doesn't mean don't play Jordan Reed. You have to play him after last week, but I don't be surprised. Every time Chris is high on him, he throws up a donut. That's not or true. One, or one for eight. <laughs> yeah, uh, we got we got some similar stuff here, man. Here's my five right here. T.Y. Hilton goes over 130 yards and a touchdown this week. Love it. Marlon Mack will finish as a top 15 running back this week. Ooh, nice. Yup. Josh Doxson. Will finish as a top 15 wide receiver. No, drops the ball too much. Yeah, you never know. Chris Hogan finishes as a top 10 wide receiver. We're doing for some bold predictions. These are probably accurate statements. Give me something bold. You don't think those are bold? The Marlon Mack, yeah. Chris Hogan, no, just because the volume of passes that game score we think is going to be. Okay. Give me something bold. All right, man. Let me let me think of something bold here, real quick. How about something bold, like a bold prediction? Be like you said, Marlon Mack top fifteen. I could see, I could see him finishing the top fifteen just because of the touches they're going to want to do against. Okay, 
Like Marlon Mack, it's a bold prediction. Marlon Mack rushes for over 102 TDs. It's a bold. It doesn't mean it's going to happen. We're talking about bold statements, crazy statements. All right, man. I'll, I'll go. I'll take it a step further. Like okay? think about it. I said Cam Newton 303 TDs. That's a huge bold statement. He could probably finish around 250 in a TD or two, but over 303 TDs, that's huge. All right, I'll go further. I'll go further for you then. All right, Marlon Mack will finish as a top 10 running back, RB1. I like that. See, that's a bold. All right, Jalen Richard will finish as a top 10 running back, RB1. That's huge, bold. There you go. I like <laughs> Jordan this. Reed will finish as a top three tight end. Hopefully, because you have him ranked two. <laughs> yep, <Huge>. yep. <laughs> Um, you like that counter I did on you right there, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. T.Y. Hilton will finish. Give me, okay, bold prediction for Jordan Reed. Give me a huge stat line that you think he could, okay. he could possibly okay. finish with. Bold stat line, how about 120 yards, two touchdowns? That's huge. Okay. How many is that there? One, two, three, so four with T.Y. Hilton. T.Y. Hilton finishing as a top five wide receiver, 130 yards. I'll give him two touchdowns. How about that? Is that bold enough for no, you? No, the 130, to tell you, like, that you're right there when I did 115. That's pretty bold. Okay. That's so right there. All right, and Jacoby Brissett will have 300 yards passing, two touchdowns, and 40 yards rushing. I like that. That's nice. There. Let's not be surprised if that really does happen, though. Oh, I wouldn't be, man. I wouldn't be. All right, man. You ready to get some mailbag now before yeah, we get out of here? Far, let's fire away in these mailbag. All right. Mailbag. That right there is the mail. Now let's talk about the mail. Can we talk about the mail? I'm dying to talk about the mail with you all day, okay? Number one. Should I drop Martavis Bryant? And who are some of the top available wide receivers I should target? Kelly in Palm City, Florida. And I'm going right off the bat, man. I'm going Josh Dawson, Jeff, as one I of the top receivers. I was going to go the same route. Drop Martavis Bryant. And add Josh Doxson. I'd like to see that we got a, um, not local, but a couple miles away. Uh, mailback question. That's awesome. Yeah, that's cool stuff, man. Yeah, and another guy, Kenny Stills, I would take over Brian. I think Brian's just going to have no value this year. But you know who else is interesting, man? Josh Gordon was kind of making a little bit of an appearance in the NFL news lately. Nah, mm-hmm. don't worry about it. He's supposed to be coming back in the next two weeks. Otherwise, Most Cleveland's going to be stuck with him for another year. I still don't trust the quarterback play. No, I don't either. I think it's an interesting to have, though. An interesting option there. But no, definitely Josh Dox is the guy I would target number one right now. All right, number two. I hate to do it, but I'm dropping Terrell Pryor for Kenny Stills. I don't know why. Yeah, I don't know. Why do you hate to do it? Probably because he was a high draft pick, I'm assuming. Kenny Stills, standard league's number 17 receiver right now. Or 18, right, Chris? 17, yeah. Yep. Pryor's not even a top 50, I don't think. Pryor? uh, I don't know. Probably not. I also traded Deshaun Watson for Devontae Adams. Grade the trade. Ryan in Harmony, Pennsylvania. It's like the Jameson rape case. You got away with it. You yeah. like that? <laughs> the Deshaun Watson for Devontae Adams. What was that guy? What a you did great. Um I'll give it a I'll give it a A plus. He got Watson your- for Adams. Adams has no QB. No, he, he traded Deshaun Watson for Devontae Adams. Oh. Yeah, he needed receiver help. I misread help. that. Yeah. I'm going to say. Who's your other quarterback? I'm not sure, but 
I'm sure Watson's he, number two like quarterback right now in fantasy, correct? It's Smith wise. and Watson. Am I right? Alex Smith and Watson? No, you could be, you could be right on that. Horrible. That is a D minus. The only reason I don't give it an F is because Adams can find the end zone here and there, and Watson's going to have a bad week. Yeah, I think Watson it. trade value. The worst receiver I would take is Jordy Nelson with no quarterback. You know, Watson's number five right now in fantasy, but I, I would I would grade it as C just because I'm sure he, like most people, picked Deshaun Watson up off the waiver wire. I'm sure he wasn't drafted. And if you need wide receiver help and you already have a decent established quarterback, you could do worse than Devontae Adams. you telling me Adams is one of the – is that your target? Because C's a level trade. That's average. Yeah, I mean, it's not a it's not a good trade. No it's way. Not, it's not There's good value. The, You're not getting a good return on value. I think you could have got like a Chris Hogan for him. Yeah, that would have been much better. That would have been a B or higher. But. You could have got Brandon Cooks for him. Just thinking of names off the top of my head, you could trade for him. You could have got Kelvin Benjamin for him. It's hard to trade quarterbacks, though, to get valuable skill position players. But if the guy has no quarterback? If he doesn't say have for, a quarterback. Say, for example, his quarterback's Marcus Mariota. Yeah, well, then obviously you wouldn't want to trade Watson. You'd want to trade Mariota because he's a good No, I'm right saying now. if the guy who got Watson had Mariota and all he had to do was give up Adams. Yeah. Oh, on oh, the other side of the round, it'd be an A-plus a trade for the other guy. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. All right, let's go next question. All right, who do I start this week? I have Lynch, who's suspended this week, and I picked up both Jalen Richard and DeAndre Washington. Thanks, Craig, in Port St. Lucie, Florida. I'm going Richard on this one, man. I think they both have similar games. I think PPR Richard, standard Washington. Okay. Next one here, we got a start question. Lamar Miller or LaShawn McCoy? I'm just curious who's your other running back you're starting or your flex option, but I'm going to go with McCoy over Miller. Yeah, yeah. Standard I'm going to go with PPR. McCoy as well over Miller. And McCoy, this is Bill. McCoy's the bulk guy there. But I'd like to see who his RB2 or RB1 is, I guess. I guess maybe he has Kareem Hunt. I can see him having Kareem Hunt with that. Yeah, guys. he might have a situation like I got in Yahoo or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. All right, start Latavius Murray or the Garrett Blunt. John in Bloomfield, Illinois. Neither. <laughs> I'm going to go Blunt. Yeah, I'm going to go Blunt two. here too. Yeah, just that 49ers defense, man. I think Blunt could easily find the end zone in this game. Oh, here we go. This is actually a good one. I like this question right here. Yeah. We're start question. Me too. I think we're both going to be opposite here. Start Marvin Jones or Ted Ginn? Scott in Needham, Massachusetts. I'm going to go with Ted Ginn. Past two weeks, 13 targets, 13 catches. He's not just running deep routes no more, not running post routes. He's running under routes. I'm going to go Ted Ginn. I think Breeze trusts him. The, I think Breeze likes him the best on their offense right now for receptions. Yeah, Ginn's been on fire. I'm going Marvin Jones, though, man. I think Willie Sneed's going to take a big chunk of that target share this week. I think this, this is the week that Sneed shows up. Give me Marvin Jones on this one, man. I'm going to go Ginn. I know it's shitty for your questions, but <laughs> yeah, I, I like think that, Ginn though. has like the potential Jones for a better. Close. Ginn plays, I could say this, Jones plays the number one pass defense. So I'm going to go Ted Ginn here. I feel comfortable with Ted Ginn. Okay. Can you get behind the stat line that I put right there on that? Do you like yeah, that a little no, bit no, better? No, I no, could, I could definitely see it. I think Marvin Jones and Ted Ginn can both have decent games. I think, I think they're going to be close. That's why I like that question so much. Uh, oh, my gosh. I think Amari Cooper. Next question. Next Start Amari one, yeah. Cooper or Pierre Garçon. Stephanie from Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. Mm-hmm. I think Cooper, better quarterback after a huge game last week. I think Cooper, people don't realize he has one of the easiest schedules remaining, too. I think he's going to be a top eight, 
receiver going forward the rest of the year. That's that's pretty bold too, man. I I want to say Garcon, but I can't. I got to go with Cooper on this one. Just C.J. Bathard, man. I don't think he's got any chemistry with anybody in that 49er offense right now. Yeah, I got to go with Cooper. I got with Cooper over Garcon here. All right, next one here. We got to start Jameis Winston or Ben Roethlisberger. Malcolm in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. I think this is easy, Winston. After last week, what he did to Buffalo? Mm. I think this Yeah. I think just because yeah. of a big a, a good day for Big Ben is what he had last week. 215, two TDs. Okay, say he goes for 215, three TDs. I think Winston still can throw over 300. And I still think he gets a couple TDs, especially with the rushing. The rushing's the biggest difference with Winston because he can run you a touchdown in. Yep, I, I agree, man. I'm taking Winston this one too. All right, number nine, better Halloween movie, Scream or Saw? Jody in Fayette. You see, there's Louisiana. like a, a new, uh, a new uh, Saw movie coming out. I believe coming soon. You seen that? Uh, I heard about it. I haven't seen anything. But I'm gonna about go with it. Scream. I like the Scream series better. Do you? Yeah. You know, they were both. This is a good question, too, man, for a random one, because, you know, they were both pretty, like, uh, I guess, innovative in the Halloween genre or whatever. I think Scream was almost scarier. Saul was like, because you're stuck in a room, so it's more challenging. They were were both different. They were both different because, yeah, what was it, 96 when Scream came out? I mean, that was pretty damn popular. Then when Saw came out, too, though, I think it was like an 04, man. That was something that uh, had a lot of buzz about it too, man, because the way it was made, it was different. You know, like the yeah. dude was actually the guy pretending to be dead in the bathroom floor in that movie. So what's your movie? Scream or Saw? I'm going I'm gonna, Scream. I'm going to go, oh, man, that's, you know, that's a tough one. That's a tough one. I guess Saw. I'll just take Saw. All right. All right. Number 10, Dynasty question. I have three young quarterbacks, and I need to make a move to upgrade other positions. Which quarterback do you think will have a better career? Deshaun Watson, Jimmy Garoppolo, or Jared Goff? Rick in DeLand, Florida. This is actually a pretty good question. Yeah, some good questions this week. See, what you wanted, okay. What we think could have a better career and the best value right now is going to be hard because I think Watson has the highest value to get players in return right now. Chris could kind of be on board about what I'm saying, but he might be in the fence depending. If Garoppolo resigns behind Brady... I just don't think Garoppolo's not going to have a better career than those two guys because he just, his age and the lack of play. He's, what, what if he plays, what's, what's he about to be, 28 Garoppolo or something like that? He's been no. in the league already four years, right? I think he's 25, 26. So just because of lack of play, I think golf and Watson. But out of those two, um, I just think, I think Watson's going to have the best career out of these guys. I think the most value you can get on a trade is probably Watson. Hopefully you got a, Patriot homer in your league, and you could swap Garoppolo. But even you could probably get some good value for golf in Dynasty too, because golf looks pretty good too. Yeah, it's a it's a tough one for me, man. I, think I love the, the offense they're running there, and they're Los Angeles, man. They're just, even though he still doesn't know where the sun sets, golf is looking pretty good. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm gonna have to go with golf just because I think he's got just. Do you I mean, think golf, got, is, is this in the back of your mind, you pick golf because of just the way Watson plays and injury possibility? I, I'm picking golf primarily because a lot of quarterbacks like Deshaun Watson that play his similar skills, his similar style of play, don't last long. I mean, you look at Colin Kaepernick, RG3, you look at all these. The only, there's like a handful of quarterbacks. 
I know we're talking about Hall of Famers here, but you got to figure McNabb's is that kind of style. He he lasted. Michael Vick and pretty much Warren Moon are the only kind of style quarterbacks that did the running and played. But Watts is not a big guy, though. He's not yeah, a big no, guy like Donovan well, McNabb Vic was. Well, Vick wasn't a big guy, but Vick was, Vic was too fast for people to catch him. Yeah, well, Vick was just a, a completely different animal. He was just a different kind of dude. Um, I don't know, man. I mean, I like Deshaun Watson a lot. I really like him a lot. I just don't know if he can have the longevity. I like, I, believe it or not, man, I like Deshaun Watson better than all three of these. All the better than the other two quarterbacks here. I just think, as far as who's gonna have the best career and longevity for a dynasty, I think it's probably gonna be Goff because he's got a really good young running back around him. He's got an innovative young head coach around him. I think they're gonna put pieces in place to make him successful. So what you're saying to this guy, if no one can trade him Garoppolo and get and rob somebody you feel comfortable going golf the rest of the year for your dynasty and trading Watson to get some good value I would I would I think Watson holds the best value oh absolutely he does yep what what is something you target for Watson oh in dynasty I'm gonna I would, say I would you have to give me you have to give me your first round rookie pick oh yeah he's that and a top 15 receiver or running back right um, yeah, I think so, man. Because top, in dynasty fi- top 15 running backs should be easy because running backs' lifespan is four to six years. Quarterbacks, top quarterbacks, man, you're talking about they play 10 to 15 years easy. Yeah, they do. Receivers about, I think, eight. Wide receiver. I don't know if you can get a receiver one, but I'm thinking you get an easy receiver two. How about this? Yeah. Would you trade Deshaun Watson for this? I think this is a good number one. Okay, first round rookie pick and Devontae Adams. Because obviously he'll be better when Rodgers is back next year. What do you I'm, think of I'm that? I'm not an Adams guy, so I, I probably wouldn't want I'm Adams. I'm just saying but that somebody Adams of his value, 20, yes. 25 years old, I think, or 24 years old, Devontae Adams is. Oh, yeah, somebody of his of his value, I would. Just okay, not that that's the kind of the ballpark you're looking at. Yeah, oh, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Cool. Yeah, even, even hmm. Yeah, no, I, I would. I, w- I would target like a wide receiver two and a first-round pick, I'd be fine with that. You could probably get more. You could probably get a first and a third plus a, a younger wide receiver two, wide receiver three with the high upside. I like your quarterback, though, for a dynasty. That's pretty nice. Yep. All right, moving on to the next one, another dynasty. Should I trade David Johnson for the Sean McCoy and a third-round pick? Sean in St. Louis, Missouri. Absolutely not. I would want a first-round pick. Oh, yeah. I'd want the first-round rookie pick and a third and then in the, in the following year, second. And then some, man, because I wouldn't trade David Johnson at all in Dynasty. Because McCoy is, what, 28 now? Oh, at least, man. He's been in the league for a David while David Johnson's now. 24, 25, if that's the oldest. Sean McCoy might be 30. Nah, I don't think he's that old. I'm going to have to check that. Uh, anyway, I would not trade David Johnson at all in Dynasty. I think he's got too much value. I don't think you're going to get any value in return unless you trade for the next four-year first-round uh, picks. You have to get a lot of return, but, for example, would you trade David Johnson if you had Hunt and Fournette? Who is my flex? Am I playing a running back at the flex? That don't make a difference. If you have Hunt and Fournette and you can get good you get you got McCoy for the next three years and you got a lot of draft picks. I wouldn't want to trade him. I wouldn't want to. You still want to hold on because he's just a couple years in? Yeah, yeah, I would still hold on to him, man. I don't think it's worth it. Yeah, Chris can get behind this. I'm a big David Johnson guy. I pretty much knew Same about here. him before a lot of other people did. And then because uh, everybody was on that Ellington and bandwagon, and I uh, picked him up in a lot of leagues when he first came out. People were like, who's this guy? I was like, he's, he's a stud. They're like, oh, he was a receiver. You'll see. 
So especially if it's PPR, I probably hold on to him unless you can, unless you got a similar thing like that. You know, obviously we don't know the rest of your team, but for David Johnson and Dynasty League, I just think you have to get, you have to get a caliber player, Fournette or Hunt, with draft picks because you see what David Johnson is. Yeah. And LaShawn McCoy is 29, by the way. So, 29, um, so he's got yeah. the most four more years, I think, left. Yeah. So um, Sean's got a part two on this question here. Is it better to accumulate draft picks than talent, or should I sacrifice draft picks to acquire talent? This is from Sean again. Sean, we wish we could have got a – maybe you can just do like a screenshot and email your team in so we can gauge better value, but – I'm assuming your team's based around David Johnson. And depending on how you want to build your team for the future, if, if you're struggling right now, then of course get draft picks. But don't trade some of your studs to get draft picks that are young. Do you understand what you get behind that, Chris? Yeah, if if I have players that are around 30 years old, I'm starting to try to sell high. And on your contract, we don't. some dynasty leagues are different. We have a, In our dynasty league, we have four-year contracts or max. So it all yeah. depends how your your team your league is it's built. I built. think, yeah. Depending, like we have a guy Mike that we had to force somebody out of our league because just of circumstances, and our our buddy Mike picked up his team. You know, he has a Jai Des, he has Watson as quarterback. He got he's got some Aaron decent Rogers players, too. but yeah. he's just trying to acquire young guys and a lot of picks because he doesn't like Des, he doesn't like a Jai, he doesn't like those kind of guys. He does got Rodgers on his IR position, and I think he's going to try to trade Rodgers to somebody just to get picks. So I don't know what he's thinking. I don't know what he's thinking, though. I, I know. I, I couldn't believe it when he was saying all that because I was thinking to myself, who the hell is he going to pick up to replace these guys he's just selling off here? He's going to wind up with a team that looks like a friggin' college team, like a University of Alabama team or something. I well, don't, we I don't already know. know he said he's going to toss it. He wants uh, Bark- who? Barkley, the Sun running Queen back? Barkley. Sun Queen Barkley, is that how you say his name, correct? Yeah, from Penn State? Yeah, 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 that's who he wants. He wants to be a one or two pick. I was like, well, if you want to be the one pick, you better flop your team because you're going to be a hard fight with Chris and uh, Christina there on the number one pick. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think sure. I could be wrong, but if Chris loses this week, I think because he has David Johnson, he has a couple guys on his IRs, I think mm-hmm. Chris might start to flop flop too. Yep. Because yep. everybody wants that San Queen Barkley because then you would have DJ Hunt and him and you'd be good to go. Yeah, no, that, w- that would look nice. All right, man, let's go to the next one. Here, we're running out of time here. Uh, whose ass do you think you could kick in the NFL? Dan in Mobile, Alabama. Whose ass do I think? I could probably, fighting-wise, I'd probably beat up half the NFL. I, can, I know how to fight pretty good. At least half, probably more. <laughs> James Harrison? James, yeah, he's too strong. <laughs> if they're, if, I'm, I'm 5'11". If they're, if, if they're like 6'3", 300 pounds of muscle, I don't, they hit me one time, they should beat me. But just because they don't, they don't know, if you don't know how to fight, it's a difference. I know how to box, so. so if we put gloves on and we box, I think I could beat, well, not right now. I had shoulders surgery, not nobody. But if we got into boxing gloves with boxing on, I'd probably beat majority in a boxing match. <clears throat> I'm open to anybody wanting to challenge me in a boxing match. But I'm, give, me, give me a name of a player that you could beat up, man. Right now? Yep. With one hand? No, if you were healthy. Post-shoulder surgery recovery. <laughs> An easy, easy beat up? Fucking all NFL kickers. <laughs> then yeah. I'll go to punters, and then I'll start the quarterbacks. <laughs> you know, Jacoby Brissett doesn't live too far away, man. You can just go show up at his house real quick and just we'll record you just doing that real quick, Oh, Brissett man. don't want to see me. <laughs> 
Yeah, yeah. What about you? Who do you think? Oh, definitely kickers. Easy, man. You kidding? Punters. Um, I'll start. I'll give you some names, man. Tom How Brady, easy. easy. Danny Amendola. Nice. Huh? Danny Amendola, Cole Beasley. A lot of the, lot of the little white guys. I mean, <laughs> Danny Amendola's <laughs> kind of stocky, though. He could hit you one good time. Oh, come on. I, for example, Amendola. most of those, those receivers are like a buck 85, six foot tall, six three. Just hit them one time in the gut, they're down. Right. Let's go to the Josh next one Norman. real quick because I want, I want to change it a little bit. I want to change this. If the question is, who's the one coach in the NFL you would punch in the face? This is Joel in Colorado Springs, Colorado. Let's change it to who's the one person in the NFL you'd punch in the face because I'd have an easier time deciding on a person than I would a coach. I, I could go with coach. I would want to punch Vance Joseph because he got a, a coaching job. Just And they're like, oh, he got a coaching job. He was a sorry-ass coach for the Dolphins. I don't know how he got a coaching job. I just want to punch him in the face. I want to punch Cam Newton in the face, man. Just right in his powder puff little face like with his stupid hats and glasses and turtlenecks and scarves and if we want to go player i'd probably want to punch they can't punch me back right vontez perfect how do you do a ding dong punch (laughs) just because the way he plays he seems so dirty yeah yeah but what is there not one coach you wouldn't want to punch not even a coordinator john harbaugh yeah you don't like him either do i yeah i'd punch his smug ass little face too man but uh, speaking of, like, dirty players and stuff, did you see – I forgot to tell you about this or talk to you about this. And Dominic and Sue, did you see him choking out Ryan Mallett last night? Listen, <laughs> he hit him oh, when man. the play was continued, okay. But then Ryan Mallett shouldn't have stepped in his face. What the hell is he thinking? Did you Ryan see how Mallett's he, like, guy. ran back up him and then Sue just pu- pushed his hand and pushed him away? Would you run that? What, Mallett thinks he's going to get protected? No, Ryan Mallett's a guy who should get punched in the face, too. He's a Ryan Mallett, guy. why would you even run up on Sue? Would you, if you're a quarterback, that's a, one of the defensive guys I wouldn't run up on. Yeah, Ryan Mallett's a dummy. He ran up on him, and then when he got pushed away like that, then he like looked at the refs like, "Hey, help!" Yep, yep, Idiot. he did. Let's move on to the next question. All right, man, last one here. Can I get a five up, five down waiver wire ads and drops? Lisa in Grand Rapids, Michigan. So just give me five guys to target in the waiver wire, and five guys you, you cut bait with. You want me to go first? Yep, go ahead. I'm, I'm gonna go with uh, some ads. I think you can add. Not in any order, but I'd put uh, Smith-Schuster, Robert Woods, Deion Lewis, Marlon Mack, Tyrod Taylor. I can tell you this in the top five guys I dropped probably in order. Martavis Bryant, Terrell Pryor. For some reason, I mean, maybe Aaron Rodgers is number one because people are still rostering him. They're like, oh, he could come back in week 14. You can't take a He's chance on coming. him week 14. I think they play Minnesota for the playoffs. No. Yeah, not happening. Drop him. I think you drop Brown, John Brown and... Mm-hmm. Chris Ivory, you can drop him. He play, He had his week to shine, and Fournette's going to be back after the bye. Yep, I like all of those, man. I can't really. I don't really have anything else to add. I mean, as far as targets, man, Doxon, you know, and pretty much everybody else that we hit on, Marlon Mack is a guy I would still pick up. I think Jalen Rashard could hold some long-term value because Marshawn Lynch is who I thought he was, which is nothing special this year. He's old. He's You're pretty much on base with all the guys I hit on. Exactly. The, the drops. I know those are probably five, five to t- eight top drops for you anyways. Yep, that's right. I've man. been talking about drop Bryant for a couple weeks now. I dropped him a month and a half ago in a league, and you people thought I was crazy. I was The people who picked him up and played him are the one that looks stupid. Yeah. And I, I think I we've both you. been on dropping John Brown since the seasons before it started. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure, man. Um, anything you want to add before we get out of here? Um, got a lot of good sports this weekend. We got, you know, hopefully the Dodgers can pull a win on the road. We blew the game the other night. We got some good uh, Penn State, Ohio State. It's going to be a great college game. And uh, yes, Florida Gators with the upset this week. 
You think Penn State wins in Ohio State? Annihilates them. I agree. All right, man. That's really all the time we got for today, man. So, uh, Jeff, we'll uh, see you back next week, and we'll get the show going. Good luck in fantasy this week. We'll see you next week. See you. Peace. Thank you for listening to another episode of The Flex. Subscribe on iTunes and Google Play Music. Visit FantasySportsStudios.com to get your fantasy sports fix and interact with the show. Follow us on Twitter at FantasySStudios and on Facebook at Facebook.com backslash FantasySportsStudios. Studios.